Gals, I'm Brian. And I'm Brad. And this is the review of John Wick. No subtitle besides chapter four. Um, Brad, what do you want to do? You want to do spoiler free? <laughs> and yeah, let's, then... do a, let's do a spoiler free section of this since the movie is so new um, for us. We are recording this on the Sunday night that of the weekend that it came out on. Um, so we don't really have any box office numbers. We do have a little bit, but not complete boxes office numbers for the first weekend. Um, so I think we should do give people a little bit of time, give them a little bit of spoiler free, and then give them some some juicy juicy spoilers on on how. Bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is my this is how I Ali- said alien it. Takeover. <laughs> yes, John Wick versus aliens, and Daniel Craig comes in through a time portal from Cowboys versus aliens. <laughs> Yep, and then Tyrese and Ludacris land a car from space. It's crazy. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's my one sentence review that I told Christian, and then I'm gonna. I think maybe we could rank them. That might okay. give people an idea. But uh, what I said was the first one was like, uh, "Is I, it's I." In terms of action, like there's some great action, but. If you go back, the last the last fight is a very tired fist fight with a geriatric old man, which is not the John Wick we have we have come to know anymore. Uh, so it was all right; it was pretty good and was emotionally resonant for me. Two and three took that crazy action, cranked it to eleven, gave us all this crazy stuff. Uh, three, you know went a little too far in the repeating for me like the horses (laughs) by the third horse who can just be made to kick kill somebody like it's a button in a video game i'm like all right come on let's get uh (laughs) we're at 11 but i need some variation and then i think the fourth one but two and three weren't very emotionally relevant resonant for me i think the fourth one took that crazy action we're at that level and then brought back emotional resonance into the mix um for me i would put this tied with the first no this might be my favorite because i was never bored it had all the best parts of the franchise for me um, in terms of that crazy 11 action, uh, but the emotional resonance of the first. Um, yeah, I hadn't thought of that. I think this is the best one. Uh, okay. For me, two was all crazy action, beautifully done. Uh, three felt like it uh, left us on the cliffhanger, because it did. <laughs> <laughs> and like I've already said, the first one, while emotionally resonant and pretty crazy, uh, <laughs> and they've even joked about it, the directors themselves, it ended with a fight with a geriatric old man. <laughs> that should have been over in five seconds for John Wick, even at his most sleep-deprived. Um, how, about, ah, how about yourself, sir? Um, One for me, I agree with your assessment of one. Two, I think was like basically all action and very little dialogue. Um, I bet you that probably has that's got to be on the on the uh, low end of most di- or least amount of dialogue in a, in a blockbuster movie, probably ever. Because I want to say there's not that much dialogue in, into its mostly fight sequences and action, 
which is fine. I mean, I, it was it was still solid. Um, three was setting us up for this movie. Um, they did a really good job explaining more of the backstory of the Continental, of how everything, how the world and the John Wick world works. And then, yeah, chapter four is um, everybody he didn't kill in the third one, he's trying to kill in the fourth one. <laughs> so if you go to the movie theater and you see John Wick, just... <laughs> just, just tell him he got you in the last movie <laughs> and it occurred to me actually the end of chapter two in this franchise was a cliffhanger for chapter three but somehow that felt more complete to me yeah Be- well i guess because every oh i know why because everything that was set up in that film was resolved by the end and then they introduced a new wrinkle where, uh, where three <laughs> not everything was resolved yeah and they kind of left you just like yeah hey by the way here here's here's john wick off a building uh, (laughs) it seems like it's gonna be uh, i'm closing the book nope the book's open and there's still half left (laughs) or i guess three quarters of the way left based on this runtime all of a sudden we just jump into the matrix and it's craziness but (laughs) yeah uh let me look up so, what the, so for uh, me, for my for my rankings, um, it's going to be four. Super close is number one. A little bit of a distance will be number three, and then a, a by by probably a bigger distance than the other two will be number two last. Um, by by a pretty good by a good distance. Um, if I were to wa- sit down and watch all four of these movies, I would have no problem watching any of them. Um, I know they like to play them on TV quite a bit um, on weekends. They were. They play all three of them back to back to back <laughs> on TNT and stuff like that. So you can catch them at just about any point. And I would have no problem sitting down and watching number two. Um, but I think if I was going to sit down and rewatch any of them, I'd probably rewatch four, rewatch one, and then, th- then three. And then if I had time, I'd put, squeeze in two. Nice. That makes sense. Uh, how do you feel about this movie not having a subtitle? Because Chapter three was Parabellum, which means prepare for war. Um, it, it should have just t- told us it wasn't going to finish because <laughs> there was all the preparations. But And then I just looked up Latin word for war, but it's just Bellum. So that'd be pretty weird if it was like John Wick, Bellum. <laughs> yeah. uh, did chapter two have a subtitle? I don't think no, it did. No. Uh, its it subtitle was chapter two, type. I mean, technically. Yeah. Uh, and, and then something different with this movie versus all the other movies is that once you're finished with the movie, you stay through all of the credits. <laughs> oh, yes. Yep. Act. And then that's the, that's the only, that's the first time they've done it in all four movies where they had a credit scene. Uh, this is a post-credit scene. So you have to stay through all, all of the credits to Damn. see the post-credit scene. Fun fact. I just learned today that there's a post-credit scene in the same way that Captain America the first Avenger had a f- post credit scene for matrix two, which is basically just a trailer for the next film. Oh, nice. Uh, let's see. I was, I was looking through in other languages, uh, war Valka is Czech. That could have been cool. Or log was, uh, I clicked on the link after it was Dutch. Where did we end up? Paris? Yeah. Sp- spoiler for a location. Let's see. French for war. All right. You say uh, something because it's loading. 
and I'm freezing. Yeah. I, well, I was going to say, I don't, I know you see in the trailers. So if you've seen any of the trailers, then you know that, that that's going to be a location. Um, if you saw the cast list, you, you might have a clue that there was, um, that would be one of the locations. Um, so I don't think it's that spoilery. It'd be like saying, um, this movie takes place partly in New York, um, which the other threes did. So why wouldn't you assume that this one would t- at least somewhat take place in New York? So, I mean, I don't really think it's that big of a spoiler. I got you. Um, um now a really big spoiler would be, um, one ludicrous landed that car on, on the water and jet ski on the moon on the moon <laughs> then had pulled a jet ski from the trunk and was wave riding the, the moon dust <laughs> so i looked up what the french word for war was and it said gear but then i realized that i'd seen that in another uh film that is going to be on prime in a month but if you have a list i'd check it out uh Operation Fortune Rustiger, which Rustiger. means, um, what was it? Ruse of war. And then I tried translating time for war to French and it said, le thème de la guerre. So that might, <laughs> that might not be the best for, um, John Wick. John Wick movie. To, but, ooh, but I just found time for war Tempest Belly. And yeah. belly. I guess Tempest could be cool. Yeah. Or yeah, it's do like it's time. Cause you're preparing for war and now it's it's time. Yeah. So it could, you could probably it could probably shorten down to one word. But uh oh ooh. Uh what the what? Alright. Oh, okay. I see what I did. I hit the enter bar in Google Translate and it sent it to another line. So uh, I put end of war and on the other side I said terminus of asterisk bellum. But when I go, yeah, it's still belly. I was, yeah, never mind. I'm I'm just going down my own little rabbit hole. That has nothing to do with the actual uh, fiber of the film. All right. Um, so do you do you want to rank this now? Do you want to give it a ranking of go see it in theaters, see it when oh, it comes out? See it in theater. It? I mean see it in theaters. A hundred percent. Okay. So it's I, it's a good enough movie that you should spend the thirteen, fourteen, fifteen dollars to go see. It's Assuming a good you don't have A list. <laughs> I was gonna say it's a good enough movie that you should see it and buy A list <laughs> and make it one of the at least two films this month yeah i mean it is a nearly three hour film that and i'm interested your take on this facet of it that didn't feel to drag to me um it actually fascinated me with some of the story elements that i i guess i won't spoil here um and uh, i mean i'm seeing it tomorrow in dolby i saw it in imax last friday but so i'm gonna or no not tomorrow tuesday uh but i'm gonna be seeing it again in theaters i think it's worth it and yeah it uh it did a good job i'm sure like i'm not gonna give it uh an ayahuasca or a what's or a mushroom necessarily i don't think so um but it satisfied me 
I think there's potentially still room for more stories in John Wick. Uh, Um, It's already been confirmed that they're doing a Continental spinoff coming September of this year. Yeah, but I'm also like Chad Stahelski, the director of these last three and the co-director of the first one, said that he and Keanu Reeves need a break. Yeah. which is which i knew before going in which is totally fair considering you know the fact that what they're they probably made this and three uh like equal distances apart to when matrix resurrections happened and they're still excellent like i think matrix Resurrections. i have a theory that Part of the purpose of Matrix Resurrections was to kill the franchise of the Matrix, so it being subpar in the action department <laughs> might have been intentional. Um, but like, they're doing great work. Let them have a break. They they seem to have been cranking these out. I mean, even uh, I know Keanu Reeves uh, on like a week that he was off, went to film for uh, Ali Wong's Netflix film, Won't You Be My Maybe or something like that. Uh, he literally left set <laughs> to do another, to do a, a part on another film. So they are, and just even knowing the physical requirements for the original Matrix trilogy, which I've been deep diving into those special features, like this shit is my yeah, God. <laughs> They've done four movies in about eight and a half years. Because the first one came out October 24th, 2014. Um, So October this year would be nine years. So yeah, about eight and a half years. They've cranked out four movies. Damn! And considering the fact that they probably took two years off for COVID or somewhere in there or a year off. Never mind. This this movie is all all mushrooms. <laughs> like I, you you can't. And I like the MCU. I'm still liking it, even though it's more disappointing regularly for me. And I'm never going to be watching Critical Drinker telling about how the woke mob is destroying the MCU. It's not because of that. Uh, but those films, like three years apart, so in certain franchises, some you can just be like, guys fucking slow down take a break do another rewrite the fact that these movies like chapter two which i think we're both or chapter which is at the bottom for you chapter two 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 okay so two and three even are definitely in i would say top 50 percent of mcu no like or where would you put it put those any actually in the bottom half i don't think so at the so at the very least they're doing amazing work (laughs) to to not have it ever got like dipped so low in just one team really like one director who lost like his other director to do you know uh, bullet train and deadpool 2 and atomic blonde and all you know he's kept busy but and they also worked on stuff like uh, Mission Impossible, or no, not Mission Impossible, uh, maybe, but uh, Captain America the first, or no, Captain America the Winter Soldier, <laughs> they came in and were like second unit directors, the whole chase sequence where Bucky grabs the motorcycle and flips around. My God, how did they? Okay. All right. Uh, a hell of a lot more respect for all of them my rankings and opinions on them don't change but like 
it's it's one of those like nice (laughs) well and and think like um in this movie i don't know about the other movies without looking it up but he did 90 percent of the stunts in this movie so on a physical level i mean that's taking a beating not to mention all the hours he put in training you can go on youtube and find the videos of him like doing all the tactical reloading and like running through like these simulation drills that um um, I forgot what that's that is called. Um, where they're like basically fake training to to break down, break into a building or do all the sharpshooting with the targets popping up and stuff like that. So you can find those videos on YouTube or on his Instagram. I think they were up there too for a while. Um, so, but just the amount of time that he put in for this film outside of filming for it, um, it's pretty nuts too. So I, I can imagine he'd want a break. Yeah, even hearing about Halle Berry's experience on the third one, I was like. And her talking about how much she had to train, but I think she said Keanu had to train a lot more than her, which would make sense just runtime wise. Um, her training with the dogs was interesting. Apparently, uh, Keanu was not supposed to, and he didn't uh, look them in the eyes. <laughs> she was the <laughs> only person on set who could uh, look at the dogs in the eyes when they would attack them. this is some crazy i think they did all right so i kind of made a little complaint about the horse kicking in three the dogs were definitely the same where it was just way overdone but it was just in my theater it was so funny just watching the dogs bite 37 different crotches (laughs) Uh, unintended number but beautiful number they balanced it more in this one yeah um if you're a pet person um you're okay to see this movie because i know the first one you might have your little little shell shock a little scared um so you're you're okay to see a movie like this you might be we'll get into spoilers i'll say it in the first spoiler if you want to wait around for that spoiler do you want to go into spoilers since i just promised that yeah let's do it all right spoilers uh, that was very nice of you, but I, I I had a couple moments not knowing if it would be safe, and there was some moments where like, oh, they're doing it again, they're doing it again. There's some close calls. <laughs> um, yes. um, so we are in, firmly in the spoiler territory. Um, the first spoiler is yes, the dog that follows them around is safe. Um, there are some, cl- there is a close call or two. Um, but he also likes this dog also likes peanuts. Um, he's very, very familiar with peanuts and does not have a peanut allergy because the guy even says, oh, hey, <laughs> nut. And then the, the dog chews on some peanuts. I thought you would just notice something I didn't notice. Oh. <laughs> you fucking clever motherfucker. <laughs> uh, yeah. Second, second spoiler. Uh, our top dog is not safe. Because there is no time for Keanu for John Wick to do the fifth one. I, I thought that was pretty funny that like we've done like two big blockbusters like the weekends they've came out and both of them have the main character die at the end. Are you talking about <laughs> or, no time or, to die? Or yeah, or die because I think that was the last time we did like a, a movie opening weekend. I think that we was the last one that happened to be <laughs> oh nice quote unquote dies so. Well, hey, if you had done the whale uh, opening weekend, that would have bucked the trend, or would it have? I'm not going to spoil it for you because we did. I didn't promise a spoiler warning for the whale. Um, that's the only other movie I ever 
saw really quickly and I was like, let's go. And you're like, no, I need, I need safe, a safe place to watch this potential bomb. Um, it was interesting afterwards thinking about, uh, the matrix in trying to kill the franchise at the fourth one, (laughs) possibly. And this one (laughs) potentially killing the franchise at the fourth one. It's like, I don't, I don't think it's going to, um, I think it's, it's going to give them an excuse to take a break for a little bit or Keanu Reeves to step aside for a minute. Um, I don't, in my personal opinion, I don't think he's actually dead. Yeah, um, I, think, I think they he just they just buried him or made like a grave and everything for him, so that way he could be non-existent. And I think something eventually, you know, John Wick Five when it happens in five to ten years, um, that gives him a reason to come back out of retirement again. <laughs> yeah, I'm very fifty-fifty. I I I could see it as that because that was my initial thought. But then I could also see them filming it in a filming it like this to leave it open for either. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I don't. Back. I mean they they've already kind of squared it up so that way the one lady can kind of take over. Um, what was his name Danny? I don't remember anybody's name. I'm I'm he's the except I'm John Wick one with the force. The force is with me or something like that. The from some rogue crappy movie Star Wars made. Oh, like oh no! Three. He wants to retire with his. Well, one, yeah. he wanted to retire with his daughter, but two, he might be dead. He's not. Yeah. Did you I see mean, the post credit scene? Yeah. Yeah. I I know it cuts off, but like they didn't have any. He he might defend himself. I, I, side note, I really like that post credit scene because it made me go. Yeah, I get it. We didn't tie, we didn't tie but, up that loose end. I, I, it was more like the tragedy of like he's almost there, but then it's kind of the Kill Bill Volume Three potential, uh, but moved up to right before she kills Bill. <laughs> um, uh, Donnie Yen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, great, great character. Is, but um, is, but is as he far as blind? no, Please, I didn't think, I, he, he just has blind played characters. That that is an interesting parallel. I didn't think of that. No, uh, well, I don't know how the blindness factored in because I didn't know he was blind going into the movie. I only knew that his original character was gonna be like very generic in terms of his ethnicity, as in the original character's name I think was Yang. And he wore very, uh, I know this isn't accurate, but it's the most my depreciated brain come up with very monkish, you know what I mean? Like soft, uh, tan, uh, I've never seen those movies, but sure. Uh, kind of like this color of, of very soft clothing and yeah. Great podcasting. I'm just messing with you. Spotify video <laughs> um, or YouTube yeah. algorithm. Yeah. But. Very, very martial arty, a white top, black pants, um, very flowy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, something IP, like that. What, 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 kind of like what he looks like an IP man. Okay. Um, and he was like, hey, 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 can we, 
can we not? <laughs> can we do something different? And so that's why the suit and calling him Kane. Um, yeah, Kane is very neutral, very um, descriptive of his characteristics and not so much of his ethnicity. Obviously, he's blind. He carries around a sticker, Kane. Uh, yeah. Therefore, he's his his, na- his name is Kane because he is not fully able. Uh, <laughs> wow! What? Was so, wow. I was waiting for a character named Abel, and then I literally heard Kane. I was like, like Kane and Abel. Oh wait, he's not able. Oh, <laughs> he's very capable. He's bad, very bad joke. Wait, he's handy capable. That's a dad joke. It's a bad dad joke. I recognize. <laughs> That's why I'm beat red. Because <laughs> I'm not proud of it. <laughs> it's one. It's it just needed to be said so everyone can laugh at me and be like, "That's not cool." <laughs> yeah. Um. But I think he did a. I think he did a stellar job. Um. I don't have any complaints with his acting. Um. Even with him being blind, they needed him to grab some things. He would bump. He'd fumble around a little bit, or he'd. Um, they handed something to him on a tray. He missed the first time, bumped the bottom, and then bumped the bottom of the tray. Ran his hand over the edge and grabbed what was on the tray. Yeah. Um. So even like little things like that, um, still made it feel pretty realistic. That yeah, he was he, blind. Yeah, um, he's he, not he daredevil. Missed, yeah, he missed a ton of shots. Um, but he also was in the right area for a lot of shots too. Um. I think when he was fighting John the first time in like that glass in the top of the continental in Japan, Osaka, um, yeah. he would, she shot over John a couple of times cause John was on the floor and he shot into the wall, like, which would have been like waist high or so torso high. Um, but John was on the ground and he didn't know that he was laying, laying on him on his side. So he kind of shot over top of him a few times. So it made it feel realistic to him being blind and not everything, not being perfect. But he also was very good with his sword play. Um, so, okay, two things. Uh, I'm gonna ask the question, but then say the second thing really quick before I forget either one. But one, did you? Can you remind me if there is any um, expression from John Wick towards Mister Manager? Uh, frustration for shooting him off the top of the roof. That's my question. But the thing that I needed to remember was that the gentleman who is the concierge, he died like a week ago. Yeah, I'm surprised. Like in real life. I know it's I know it's kind of hard to do those stuff last minute, but I'm surprised there wasn't like a at the end of the thing like a memorial or something like that. A, a real quick for for yeah. his name. Yeah. In loving memory, blah blah blah, a picture of him that lasts up there for five to ten seconds and fades out and then goes into the credits. I know that's hard to do. I know that's not exactly something they can just like slam in there and but um yeah, I'm I'm kind yeah. of surprised. But yeah, and also like we I don't know the distribution process. I'm sure it's more digital than anything, but when I used to work in movie theaters, you'd get like the 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 whatever cartridge went in like get delivered and be all hush hush so uh, hopefully they do something for the blu-ray and digital release but like yeah because with uh what is it captain marvel they probably had months beforehand with stan lee to put that in the intro and they had actually been working on that can just keeping it in mind that he was getting up there but 
Yeah, that that was. I was like, you know, I, I hope they find some way in John Wick Five to like write him out smoothly and honor him. And then when that happened, I was like, oh yeah, whoo, the timing, bud, the time. Oh my god, okay. I yeah, you gave him an honorable uh, or you know you gave you gave him an honorable out all things considered of the franchise but like too soon whoa <laughs> the timing was just fucking crazy um um Lance Reddick yeah um, um so to go back to answer your question I do think there was um a little bit of resentment from getting shot off the, the off the top of the continental um because when they met for the first time when um winston basically had him pulled and they met at the top of that up top of those stairs um with a, i forgot what it was i think it was latin written on the stairs going up in the snow um he seemed very cold and very distant to him didn't get very close so i do think there was some resentment there i think at the end of the day john knew that he had a choice that he had winston had a choice to make um and it probably wasn't the one John would have chose. Um, but yeah, I do think there was a little bit of resentment there. I think at the end of the day, I think um, it kind of gotten smoothed out a little bit uh, when he kind of came up with a plan to what he needed to do to get at this guy. And then I think John kind of really felt better or more complete of a f- when he found out that if John John dies, he dies. So he tied his life to John's in a sense of, um, by championing him or whatever, so by being a second. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'll be interested to see how it hits on a second one, but I would have liked, I don't know, something more. I guess more aggressive or just more frustrated. Um, maybe if he had taken or wanted to have Lawrence Fishburne's character be second, although. Hmm. What if he wanted Lawrence Fishburne's character and then he was like, you know what? Just in case I fail, you show like proof it. Um, it didn't hurt my viewing experience because frankly, I kind of forgot about it <laughs> while watching it. Um, yeah, but I do think I do think there was at least a little bit of resentment there. At least that one scene with um where they meet up in the snow um outside i think it was it looked like an old church or something like that um so i do think there was some resentment there it may not have been a ton um but there, there's i would say there's definitely some i also just realized why it felt like they were keeping it more open-ended than final the ending i think ian mcshane Either Ian McShane or St- Chad Stahelski, they're just, they weren't great at eliciting a performance that convinced me they were sad they lost a friend. And I remembered, I thought of that because when uh, the concierge dies and he says it should have been me, that was, that just wasn't a line reading I really bought. Um or like I, I understood it intellectually, but I was like, I don't feel, I don't feel it deep down when you're saying it. So when he says goodbye, friend, or whatever he says to John Wick, that felt the delivery didn't feel like I don't like this 
whole monologue and performance necessarily, but at the end of The Dark Knight Rises when Michael Caine is crying that he's he's lost Bruce, I be- I believed the emotion of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I know I know what you mean by it. like it may it may have been true, but it doesn't feel true. Mm. Um yeah. You understand the words that he's saying and he says the words that he's saying, but it doesn't doesn't it's not doesn't sound like it's coming from a place of hurt or a place of anger or it just sounds like sounds like it's coming from Jeff Bezos. Or no, not yeah. Jeff Bezos. Damn it, I wanted to make a Mark Zuckerberg joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it just it comes from a place of like here's the script here's what i know i have to say and i'm just gonna i'm just gonna say these lines um i want to know if there's out there i'm sure somebody will have this figured out a total body count for this movie and all four movies put together um because it was getting ridiculous there for a while (laughs) my theater you know at this should be a point where if it's if the movie's not working, the theater will just riot. But when he got kicked down both sets yeah. of flights of stairs both that, times, that we was, were cracking up. Uh, it was dumb for you. It was so dumb. <laughs> I love because like it we... looked like he, it looked like he stopped for a second on one of the flats, yeah. and then was like just like pushed himself over the edge to keep going. Oh. No, the like, the 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 guy from uh, who was in Osaka kicked him again. He like ran after him and got him. Well, even when he was tumbling down the stairs, when he hit a he hit a couple flats, there was one of the flats that looked like he like stopped, looked at the edge of the stairs, and then had to like force himself over. Oh, I didn't, I didn't catch that because the one guy went down, slid down the side, and kicked him. Um, and then sent him the rest of the second half of the way. There's on that first set. There was one f- flat of stairs where he stopped and had looked like he had to look at to see where he was going to make sure that he made it over the edge because he didn't look like he was that his momentum wouldn't have carried him that far. All right, I'll have to I'll have to look for that. <laughs> not to mention he could have hit any one of those poles or hung himself on not hung himself but like you know um, caught himself. Had, caught himself, halfed himself into one of the, the railing poles that, that go down to the ground yeah. and just perfectly went at a straight angle, tumbling down these stairs without getting caught on anything or hitting a side or that was just, I, I understood. He's a sucker for, for punishment. <laughs> yeah. I understand what it did for the movie. Put a realistic time crunch on him. Um, also Kane fighting up the hill with him. Uh, yeah. That was uh, that was unexpected for me, but I enjoyed it. Um, I when I saw it when they were doing the duel at the end, and they took the first pace in, and they so they shot each other. Uh, both of them grazed each other's arm. I think right. I think it was both their arms. The second time, um, Donnie got hit in like the hip area. John got hit in the shoulder. They stepped in, and they were down to ten paces. I really thought they were going to turn and shoot. Um, the guy that was putting everything on and the and that guy and that was going to be like where the movie went from that point or where the series goes from that point oh yeah now they're getting hunted again for breaking yeah, the rules again for breaking the rules but they killed <laughs> they killed the guy that they wanted to kill and a powerful guy on the table by the way bill skarsgård is anyone who hasn't seen the barbarian he's great in that too he is he's killing it the so the, re- the douchey Frenchman or whatever. Okay, <laughs> he seemed really tall too compared to a lot of the actors. He's huge. He's like only two feet shorter than you. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, Brad, Brad is canonically 12 feet tall. Yes. In, 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 the, movie, in the movie industry, I am like <laughs> Godzilla. Um, <laughs> um, I also thought this movie hit some, hit some like really bad tropes that they didn't need to hit throughout this movie. Um, which I thought was funny, but you had like overly big guys fighting him. And then he had like one boss guy who was like, I don't know, you know, 350, 400 pounds, gets stabbed, gets shot in the butt, gets stabbed in the side several times. And he was still like, he was like the whale. He's like, you're going to go at least two feet in to hit my organs here. Like that kind of thing. It was just like, oh, this is like a, like a comic book thing or like a video game. Now you got to face a big yeah. bad boss. And he's like, way wider way taller and way stronger than you like just like it just seems like a trope i mean at this point what since like chapter two probably it, it is just a video game <laughs> yeah. well yeah. and then they, they did the overhead shot when they're going through yes that was beautiful i thought it was i thought it was a great shot but at the same time i was like this feels like a video game like a, a top-down video game and we're just running through rooms clearing them out <laughs> When I got home from my viewing, I didn't share this with you because you hadn't seen it yet. But that was the tweet I got from uh, when Philip DeFranco saw it. He was like, I just shush <laughs> my my watch. If no one heard, um, he, he was like, just got back and then mentioned that it was talking about how great it was or he was being vague enough uh, that I don't remember it. But no, I, I mean, I loved it. I know these this this one really worked for me compared to two and three because it varied everything up so much. Um, like there was obviously variation in those other films, but when something is getting repetitive or let me put it this way, considering the top down look, those other films, I don't think filmed things very differently. So it didn't feel different. Like that whole top down sequence probably would have, just been ripe for the cutting if it wasn't so uniquely filmed and interesting in that sense it wasn't always just straight top down as we're zooming over walls and stuff like that and sometimes they angled in sometimes they angled out a little bit um, yeah i think they cut twice make it very dynamic yeah yeah i i love this uh or I very much enjoy this movie. I respect the hell out of the work ethic. I'm thinking about the fact that it, you said 2014. Damn. Yeah. The The fact is... October of 2014. The fact is I actually saw the trailers for that. This is before like Keanu Reeves had his renaissance. Actually, John Wick 1, I think we could all agree, is the reason for his renaissance because it led to beautiful films like bill and ted's uh actual excellent journey or no exactly. not excellent not excellent whatever the third one uh face the music bill and ted face the music uh that was the third one that came back and i i loved that uh matrix happened again uh him being in always be my maybe and all these other things but like just i forgot where i was going with this but damn this is just if this is the end i'm satisfied um yeah i don't know yeah um 
I can see there I can see where they're going to go with this if they continue this franchise on they're going to they're going to do the spin-off with the 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 lady from the Osaka Continental and her chasing down um Donnie. Um, so oh, is, is she go. the main character in the spinoff? No, the main the spinoff is about the Continental and the the hotel system. I don't know ah. who it features, but I'm just saying, like, if they want to continue with John Wick movies, because I think that's going to be a TV show. Yeah. Um, the John Wick movies, then I think the next one will be that lady um, from the Osaka Continental who's going to try and hunt down Donnie this whole time. Um, and I think so. they've had a script for an all female cat or a female. Either I don't know if you call it a spinoff if it uses new characters, but it's called like Ballerina, and I think Anna Darmus was floated around as possibly being connected to that, which would be dope. Yeah, um, and they can they can they've already got a spot for them to spin off from because we are we were already inside of um the Ballerina Hall in this movie. Oh, <laughs> so, I, I heard mean, we were already inside of them. Like who who were we inside? <laughs> <laughs> wait what, which one was the ballerina hall um it was the russians in germany um because we we saw the ballerinas in the beginning of the movie and then tor- i think it was in the also in that section of the movie um where there was ballerinas and dancing and stage play okay was that the the family that he had to, um yeah that, I, he had to re- that he had to get into because his um family lineage was um scalded onto his back and then they flipped it put the upside down cross on his back so he had to get a new family to basically fight for one of the things i forgot to mention that i really enjoyed in this one that i didn't see a lot in the others is this felt like it took all the strengths of like a mob epic and then just added all the fucking action like there's certain um dramatic or double crosses and stuff that don't even relate to John Wick directly or how do I I just liked all the soap opera-esque machinations behind the scenes that weren't necessarily directly tied to John Wick so like a good example would be the card game that when they played five card draw and the one guy had five twos. <laughs> that wasn't oh, that, that yeah. wasn't directly at John Wick, <laughs> but it was you know kind of like that mob. Like you already lost when you sat down at this table um, because one um, <laughs> Donnie had what or um, John had two pair aces and queens. Donnie had four of a kind. The one guy had a royal flush, and then he had five twos. <laughs> yeah, and I loved I loved Cade saying, "Let me guess, five I don't know if he said five twos, but yeah, five of a guy. That's freaking great. Um, uh, Yeah, this is. uh... Yeah, I don't know. I think I thought it was great. I mean, every all the characters that they added into this movie, um, they kind of gave us a reason to not like them or like them. Um, And I think they did a really good job of um, connecting Wick and Wick and Kane. And Wick to um, both Winston and Loris Fishburne's character was also started with a C. I'm trying to think of what his name was. Um, so they did a really good job tying everybody together. But also when they added in the new characters, they made them seem. They flushed them out enough that we either cared or didn't care about them, wanted them to die, didn't want them to die. They did a good job adding uh, Mr. Nobody, I guess, is, and his dog, because I don't think he actually got a, an actual name. 
to the point where everybody in the in the in the theater was pretty scared once the that dog um, got pointed at, and um, then John Wick ended up saving him, and then that's what ends up saving John Wick in the end is because he repaid back that favor, that, that kindness. I really hope that in the Continental we get some returns of other characters that we've left behind, like Common, Common's character in Chapter Two. The super fan in chapter three. <laughs> it's like John Wick. I'm, I'm such a fan. <laughs> uh, it's an honor to fight you. And uh, uh, the woman from o- Okina, or what was it? Yeah, I think Okina. Yeah. Or Okanaga? I don't. Yeah. Um, where the, the Japanese continental that we saw was. Can you tell that once I landed in america i didn't go anywhere but canada a couple times <laughs> um um the scenes the um not stage but the backgrounds to everything was super crisp super nice um, a lot of the filming locations um i i would hope that they got permission to do it at like the temple the unnamed soldier's temple or whatever it is in in france not to say, okay, that came off wrong. Not to say that they wouldn't get permission to to ask to film there, but like that they didn't build up a fake set to do that. That they did it actually at that at that at that site would be Wait, really cool. Which site is that? Is that the one that was in they, Mission Impossible Fallout with Angela Bassett and Henry Cavill? I, um, if I'm remembering right, yes, it's the one with the big arch in the middle and a big roundabout around it. And then the guys split off. Some of them went the correct way around the roundabout. Oh, some went the opposite way. Arc de Triomphe. That's yeah, the Arc the... de Triomphe. Okay, so uh, now the, you've reminded me that there are two locations. No, the the location I was thinking of from Fallout was when uh, Henry Cavill's character brings the unbroken phone to Angela Bassett and may and uh, makes the pitch that Ethan Hunt has is John Lark for real, uh, and you see the the um the eiffel tower in the background uh that's where i don't think john was even there that's where uh bill skarsgård the evil frenchman i think he's french and mr manager talk for well maybe they discussed the terms but the Arc de Triomphe, the only thing wrong i had in the whole film is that john wick drove around the Arc de Triomphe solo not fighting anybody for too long (laughs) that was so stupid only because he's there's probably 60 seconds only 60 seconds but at that point i'm like why are you not turning off anywhere why are you not turning off anywhere turn off somewhere else get out why are you not turning what and then once like they start engaging with him i'm like oh shit he can't escape but i'm like just take that 60 seconds of freedom and cut it down to like five seconds and i'm satisfied (laughs) i mean some of the scenes that i kind of had a chuckle about that one that one was one of them also and all these for the same reason the club scene where they're they're battling the guy that they played cards against the club scene and there was another scene too um but like they're so they're having an active gunfight and people around them do not care not even a little bit um like they were john wick had shot at the guy um going running away from him shot him in the butt nobody ran 
then they have like a whole fight up and down these stairs and they throw john over the edge nobody cares john wick and that that bigger dude is fighting in like an empty square with people dancing around them nobody cared <laughs> and then it wasn't until the very end where everybody calmly walks out of the place i would say mildly calmly walking out of this place and just like yeah okay just another day at the club somebody got shot <laughs> so we're gonna leave now and yeah the, the arc trail where everybody's driving around and they're like this car doesn't have doors and he's firing out like firing bullets into the air out just at the other at the other guys missing hitting whatever but nobody panics everybody just keeps going they throw bodies into cars the cars hit the body stop and move on like like it's just a normal day for somebody to just throw get you know get thrown into the face of a car get ran over and the guy just drives away oh guess that's how the traffic laws work in france yeah i've uh it's not unique to this film, but I've heard like in years past people joking about how it's so, I think complimentary, co- complimentarily, they've been saying it's hilarious that the John Wick franchise just has like assassin as a job that you could do and nobody really minds <laughs> like, yeah. if, it, if it happens they, around you. They run on like a fake currency of just um, services, services borrowed, services rendered, just yeah. Yeah. We're just running off a fake currency. It's not actually. And it's completely normal for you to walk into a super nice hotel and slide a gold coin across the desk, and that that's cool. Nobody else cares. <laughs> um, I don't know if this will mean that they definitely had to find a set, but I know that on Mission Impossible Fallout they had ninety total minutes. They were given ninety total minutes with the Arc de Triomphe at like eight o'clock in the morning, or maybe even sooner. So they had to shut it off and they probably had less than 60 minutes with fresh dew on all the cobblestone which is incredibly dangerous the the mechanism that was going to make sure that the uh, motorcycle didn't tip over broke that morning <laughs> so tom cruise is just like we just we just gotta go everyone stay on your mark and i'll i'll be safe as long as you fucking stay on your god dang mark and don't don't swerve i'll be fine and they had to rush in and rush out just for 45 seconds of him driving in a circle which this was not so i don't know if that just meant that france liked john more than ethan well they also did it it was they did it in the dead of night um obviously you can tell and some yeah. of it, they probably didn't film a hundred percent there but any shot that they were able to get with the arc de Triomphe in the back because there's a lot of scenes where they're just gunfighting and you can't really tell that you didn't necessarily need to be there to film that film that shot yeah. you get a, a background um and a lot of the chaos and stuff like that you probably didn't even look in the background to see if they if they were still by the arc de Triomphe, but they probably did a large portion of it especially like the overhead view and stuff like that i'm sure they Yes, I, I mean, theoretically, they could have, you know, CGI'd it all in or most of it in in the background and done like a big set because I know Kingsman 2 did that. Uh, they had like lots and they kind of digitally added the background for the opening chase sequence where he drifts. Um, so, I mean, I'm going to be peeping at that now. Um, but that would be... And I don't know if there's a difference for France, whether it's during the day or night, because I know that that sequence 
in Mission Impossible Fallout, I don't think it started at night and then transitioned into day. I think it was fully day. But yeah, so, so it might be a little bit easier. They might have gotten a little bit more time, you know, at midnight to two a.m. or two a.m. to four a.m. than they yeah. probably would have at you know six a.m. seven a.m. But still, thinking about how even if it that's a four minute sequence, all the squibs and setups and stuff that would that you wouldn't be able to do that in two hours or no, even but... just one night fully blocked off. Unless they're no. a machine, <laughs> a well-oiled yeah. machine. But, and like, like I said, some of it, they weren't facing, the, the Arc de Triant wasn't in the background, so they could have could have done some of that stuff on, on a set. Um, so they definitely could have, yeah. but I, I didn't look hard enough to see if they, they did or didn't. But um, You look plenty old- hard to me, and I didn't mean that sexually. <laughs> <laughs> I meant that like Vin Diesel, like dumb. <laughs> Family. That's what, this movie comes, that's what this movie comes down to. Family. Mm. Um, when was the moment you knew that John Wick was going to die? Um, the the first time where I had a... Because I, I don't think he's actually dead. I think they're just using this to give, give Keanu Reeves, the actor, some time to do other things without pushing out a fifth movie so fast. Because I, th- I think they're going to do the spinoff Continental and spinoff I think they're going to do another John Wick without John Wick, basically. And then he'll come back at the end of that movie or they'll make reference to him still being alive. Um, but the first time where I thought like there was a possibility that he would die was when he turned around and said, um, loving husband. And it's like, what? what? He's like, that's what I want in my gravestone. Loving husband. I was and so proud of like, my... <laughs> I was so proud of myself because, you know, sometimes my brain can just be in the moment and be like, nope, I'm not looking ahead at all. I'm enjoying myself. And then, like, you'll be like, yeah, they said loving husband. I mean, they're kind of channeling or uh, not channeling, but signaling that (laughs) in the moment. I was like, that thing (laughs) foreshadowing. I saw it. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah, so that was kind of like the first inkling. I was like, I don't think he's actually going to die because I don't think they're going to end the franchise here. If they did, I think it would have been spoiled already. Um, if they were, if they meant, if it truly meant the end of this franchise, I think, I think it would have been spoiled, or you know, it would have been leaked out into Hollywood first. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, think, I don't think this, I don't think this franchise truly ended. It's like. Um, uh, well, there was another movie that did this too. I guess the lack of a green light for f- green light announcement is like the Hollywood equivalent of it's not continuing. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you know, li- I, I think this was Lionsgate. Um, it was, I think they'd, if they were down, if they were going to make another John wick in two years, like they've been doing, um, they would have uh, announced it. You know what I mean? Uh, and I remembered what my point was when I was talking about the Keanu Renaissance. When I first saw the trailer for the first John Wick, tell me if you had a different experience, but I saw that and I was like, oh, God. Oh, Keanu Reeves, you're doing bad action movies now? All right. Wait, what? When I first saw the trailer for the first John Wick, I oh. thought I thought it was gonna be the 
biggest piece of shit. I was just like, oh, you're trying to you're trying to capitalize on that matrix nostalgia. Oh god, no. <laughs> Cuz that, that's kind of what this is. I mean, it's very it's a very similar Constantine was more of like a um, uh, I mean, he had no fighting skills, right? In Constantine. No, but he had shooting he had shooting skills or whatever and didn't he he was killing um like angels and demons and stuff like that. He was like a that kind of killer versus a assassin. I would say that it would try to uh, channel Constantine if people uh, unanimously liked Constantine. <laughs> he wants to do it. Reeves. Yeah. Uh, I mean, no offense, to Keanu Reeves. He's a sweet. He's a sweet boy. He's 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 a nice guy. <laughs> you know, I don't. I think if as long as he's going to be enjoying the crew and thinking he's doing something that somebody wants, he'll be down. Um, one of my favorite things as an insight to that was when him and Carrie Ann Moss were talking about the Unreal Engine that they did for uh, The Matrix. They were talking, it came up the idea of a simulated uh Simulated prostitution, essentially, where like you can download someone's image and have sex with them. And he <laughs> was like, "Isn't that just like crazy? Like crazy? Like is that, like someone could have sex with me if they wanted? Like that's just wild." And he's like looking at the possibilities of the future. Carrie Ann Moss is like, "Yeah, no, I wouldn't like that." And he's like, "He he's like not really understanding." And at that moment, I was like, "Oh, you're such an innocent." sweet boy you don't understand that her whole life men have just been assuming they can have sex with her <laughs> just because they're men <laughs> like she doesn't want that because she's had to deal with it her whole fucking life you're just an innocent very respectful lovely man <laughs> um anyway so i just did a quick google search in 2020, the Lionsgate CEO, they already greeted a greenlit John Wick 5, or a fifth John Wick, um, before the filming of 4 even started. So, yeah. I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that Keanu Reeves, you know, that route. It could be a prequel. It could be a spinoff. But they've already greenlit a fifth movie. Mm. All right. Yeah, it says... Uh... <laughs> When I looked up John Wick 5, I see Polygon saying all the John Wick Chapter 5 news so far. And in the little teaser says, probably John Wick Chapter 5 was technically greenlit back in 2020. Um, yeah. <laughs> and they probably are, without even clicking, I'm just guessing they're saying that because they're like, but like he's, he might be dead. <laughs> well, it, it, just because it's greenlit doesn't necessarily mean it has to be Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Could be the other lady. Um, it could I'll, be a, a prequel, a spinoff. It could be a different assassin. Could be about uh, Donnie Kane. Also, think. Also, shit can just change. I mean, we don't have a Sinister Six or a movie, uh, which was even though that was greenlit before Spider Man joined the MCU. Um, I, I wouldn't be a totally against having um, seeing Kane a spinoff and how he lost his eyes because in Ooh. the movie he says he he gave them up willingly yeah so i wouldn't mind i wouldn't mind seeing how he lost his daughter 
how he tried to get her back, used the high table, lost his eyes, and now is is destined to be a, separated from his daughter. I wouldn't mind seeing a spinoff like that. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Um, in the article that I was watching where he was saying he'd return for five under one condition, it was it was a generic, like, let's see how the audience responds. But there are also some quotes about, I don't know if I said it, but Anna Darmus's ballerina, which apparently is still happening. That'd be cool. Yeah, she looked good in um, No Time to Die. I mean, they gave her, what, what was it, like 15 minutes of practice? And she, yeah. She did all right. That's an interesting situation because I really like that sequence. However, I think someone posited that that sequence seems like it would have been uh, for Jeffrey Wright to help him with, you know, for Jeffrey Wright's uh, Lighter and Bond to have a an actual sequence with each other before Lighter died. And, <laughs> like, I love the sequence, especially since, like, they did what... Uh, knives out first you know that's yeah. that that's where it all came from he enjoyed working with her so much i'm like oh it did sacrifice an important sequence for lighter in that film it some that, uh, that would have tied us a little bit harder emotionally to him yeah so i'm very conflicted about that it's, it was a great sequence but i think it it's like if it was a a hundred if the lighter sequence would have been a hundred, I think ultimately it's like a total ninety-nine. Like, yeah, we replaced it with something great, but we did lose something. Um, I would love if, you know what? I guess not. I was gonna say maybe John Wick Five should just be called John Wick Ballerina and just not have John Wick in it at all. But then at that point, you're opening up discussions of wow, there's a fully female-led film and you're still putting the man's name in it um but the reason i would have liked that is because then if there's a, a sixth john wick and you just put john wick six not resurrections <laughs> um, and then not show him in any of the trailers then boom you're in the theater it's fucking keanu not i mean you probably can't hide that <laughs> yeah i think that's pretty tough to hide but it would be pretty cool it, and, if they could pull it off yeah, because every every uh, set designer, um, coffee coffee runner would spill that beans so fast in the Hollywood Reporter or whatever. I know how you do it. You just without doing John Wick ballerina, um, just make the next Wick one John Wick Chapter Five Legacy. <laughs> just have I don't know. Do the. Uh, Deadpool 2 thing of literally filming shit that won't be in the film and putting it in the trailer. Just have somebody else have uh say there'll be some flashbacks with Keanu Reeves. So anyone who's like, he's on set. Um and just then replace it. I don't know. Yeah. Um I don't I don't know how they're gonna do a a, a fifth one how they're going to do the naming for something like that. I think it'd be really tough regardless of however you move on from this um, uh, uh, without Keanu Reeves, assuming um, how you would continue to use the John Wick franchise without like, how could you tie it in? Like there's no other than John Wick. There's no other name that anybody knows this by. There's no world. I mean, the continental is going to take place. So you could have used the continental to continue on with this franchise. 
but there's nothing really else that you can grab it grab onto the high table i guess the high table part one <laughs> i think if they called it wick like just call it wick pretend like maybe there's a family member we don't know about or something you know just just call it wick and then bring back keanu don't show him in the trail i just want to hide his return that's that's what i'm finding out i just want to be sneaky with the audience and everyone be <laughs> like what? do the opposite of uh star wars the force awakens where they're like oh this is all about uh luke and he's basically not going to be in the film <laughs> just do the opposite of that it's not about john psych he's from the beginning it's like everything and he's on an island planet <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i think wick like even if it's wick five legacy that legacy is just to throw people off but if you just shorten it to wick and just have the number five on it then people will think things have changed. It's not about John anymore. It's open, but we're keeping the numbering for the franchise and then just continue on with Wick from there. Yeah. Have Wick and have the five be um, the C. <laughs> w I five K. I'm I'm trying to imagine what that would look like and if I like that or not. I can't. I'm t- <laughs> tough. And then that way, that way, you could just do Wick Five, and then you could have it literally anything else on the bottom, like Parabellum, and everybody would just know it by Parabellum. But then you can keep the numbering sequence in there. Wick, but. One of the W's is a is a five symbol. <laughs> <laughs> Did you yeah, say something? I mean, no, I'm I'm good. I'm I, I understand where you're coming from. I'm just being. Wait, which one did you replace with a five in Wick? The C. The C? If there was an S, it'd be super easy, but there's not an S. <laughs> yeah. Um, so one person we haven't really talked about, Lawrence Fishburne. Wick with five eyes. No. Wick. <laughs> you, you'd you'd be better off putting putting the, <laughs> splitting the W of the, so that way it's like a room oh. of five. We we don't title it Wick. We title it Vic. Vic. <laughs> Vic. <laughs> um, so oh, here's the trailer. Someone is going around as Vic, John Vic, and like they think like someone's a copycat. That's the whole trailer. People are being hunted. Someone's under the name Wick. They don't know who it is. Walking the movie let the first 20 minutes be that where it's just literally a boogeyman like it's a horror movie with action and you never see the person and it's Keanu. kind of like um honkai when he goes undercover um, as ronan ronan yeah 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 so we haven't talked much about lawrence fishburne i think he did it really he, well because he didn't get a lot yeah I, th- oh, I still think he did i still think he did really well with his character i think 
Um, in Parabellum, he did all right with the birds and everything with the adjudicator. And this movie, I think it really stepped out to being like, um, really on his high horse <laughs> in a sense that like he makes himself feel so self-important, um, several times in this movie, um, which I think was kind of funny. Um, he said he's already on his gravestone made, uh, the King is here or something like that. Um, <laughs> oh, is that why you put that on? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, and it's he shouted it like a bunch of times too. Uh, cause apparently uh, the, cause apparently it was at the Rocky. No, what is it? Yeah. Is it Rocky that um, Apollo Creed shouts the king is here or something like that? I don't know. To be perfectly honest, I only watched the first Rocky for the first time like two two weeks ago. Um, I've watched the Creed trilogy, but... Do do not look on Voodoo. They are not there. Oh, they're streaming on HBO Max. Oh, are they? Oh, they're on your Voodoo? Oh, touche. The one thing that I notice afterwards that i was like that's weird but i get it is the fact that winston i thought mentioning the church was like john wick was gonna be able to sleep in a church for the night and be safe like that i thought he was just running to a safe house but winston literally is like okay good luck getting to the church and they split up just to come back i get why because Winston doesn't want to be next to all the bullets. This is the closest closest we can drop you, like miles away from this church. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm like, dude, let him come with you. Do you have a secret elevator (laughs) from the water? Also, another set that I saw from Mission Impossible Fallout. (laughs) Couldn't you just shove him in the back of like a van and just have somebody drive the van to the church and like. That not, that way, all he has to do is fight up to up the stair steps, or up the stairs of the church, or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I don't know. Maybe that's the biggest like suspension of disbelief part. <laughs> like, we're just yeah. gonna. We're, you want to see 30 minutes of John Wick fighting people, don't you? Like, let's just not ask the questions too much. Um, yeah. But but like when I realized that he was just leaving Winston to fight his way all the way back to where Winston already is, I was just like. Oh, well, fuck John, I guess. <laughs> Just yeah. good luck. But, yeah, and then and then the have to fight his way up the stairs, which was probably a calculated thing um, when they were choosing the location and everything. The card game that they had to play, I thought was pretty cool. I didn't, I didn't one hundred percent understand it. I knew they were trying to flip over high numbers. I got that part of it. But like they have fourteen tiles in front of them, and somehow John flipped over a twenty-three at one point. That, um, I, I figured it out. It was confusing. They they wanted to. So I think the way the game works is they say what they want their terms to be, and whoever's card is a higher number, they get it. It's yeah, it's it's have, a game of chance. Yeah, but they have fourteen cards in front of them, and John Wick had a twenty-three. <laughs> yeah, unless unless they have 28 cards total split them in half and 14 each. And so there's a chance that one of them has a 28, but yeah, but I don't, I don't I know confused. how the numbers were confused at first. Cause they flipped the one dude flipped over an eight and then John flipped over three. I was like, okay, you know, it's a one to 14. There's a chance of a tie somewhere here. But then like John wake wanted I forgot, pistols and he flips over a 23. I'm like, wait, <laughs> you only have 14 tiles. How do you get a 23? 
Yeah, I, I don't know how the numbers were. At first, like at the beginning of that, I thought I was like, is this just for dramatic effect? Like, this is what I will have, and I already know where my card is. But I think it was just whoever flips over the highest number, and I, I don't know how the numbers. I would, I would assume, I would, yeah, I was, after thinking about it for two seconds now, I would assume that's 20 total cards, you 14 each, two, two rows of seven. Um, so there's no duplicates. There's no, you can't tie. Um, and they just split them in half. That was too many numbers for me to compute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just yeah said... Numbered numbered 1 to 28, split them in half. <laughs> you, you can't tie. So, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it was... But I, I thought that was cool. I thought that was a cool addition. The only part that I really didn't like that I was like, come on, really? Like, let's, let's go, was when Winston was handing the... Um, the dual challenge to the guy. And he walked like super long across all of the paintings <laughs> down the hallway. I, I actually, like, we we laughed in my theater about that because it was just so long. I, I actually, really it, was, it was probably, realistically, it was probably only like 10 or 15 seconds, but it yeah. felt like forever. <laughs> that, walking across. And then to like walk up right to the painting where he's at, and he's like, oh, that's the painting for that, dis- that depicts treason. And I was like, what <laughs> you, you walked by like 90 other paintings why <laughs> how do you know about this one uh did you catch that john wick didn't fire the last time in the duel yes i loved that <laughs> um, i caught that i'm i don't know how the bad guy doesn't catch that um eh, you know he sees him fall then claim claims the right of the the final shot or whatever the killing yeah. shot yeah yeah, I was. Uh, I think the original cut was like three hours, forty-five minutes, something like that, or three and a half hours. And Chad Salski said it felt like that. So he, his first thing he is, he went through and then cut out any time someone repeated something, <laughs> <laughs> just so everything is just you say it once Clean. and done. You gotta, you gotta remember, audience. Um, but he also said that this is the one film that he's never got bored by when rewatching and he watched it a lot. And then also even when he would have them only take out 30 seconds, he makes, I think with him potentially make his editor or one of the editors rewatch the entire film to really feel how it felt together. So I think if we were all, uh, analyzing this to the nth degree we would have predicted that this is the last one <laughs> like Keanu Reeves in an interview said he didn't have any checklist going in but Chad definitely did it's the longest one over three almost three hours they had yeah, to make sh- yeah they had to make sure that it worked like perfectly like uh, just being really anal about it not thinking about the future necessarily um yeah um yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's solid. I mean, it, it definitely is it definitely is solid. I mean, I don't know if I'd want to be one of those editors. Um, <laughs> I, saw the, I saw that article. I definitely don't want to be one of those guys because I don't feel like I want to sit down and rewatch this movie, um, you know, fifteen times over the course of three or four weeks. <laughs> and I am not a fan of rewatching anything ever, ever, ever. Never, I, never seen a TV show like hundred times by this point. I didn't. It's only me- two seasons. 
I didn't max out my week of A-list for the week that Glass Onion was in theaters. That's not what happened. Yeah, you haven't seen Ted Lasso 14 times front to back. Oh, yeah, no, at least 30. <laughs> you haven't. You didn't watch episodes of Grace and Frankie several times. <laughs> I've, do a 16-hour yeah, video. Yeah, I've rewatched uh, Ted Lasso episode one enough times, I think it's three or four, that someone I was talking to on Twitter uh, showed a GIF that they created, and I was like, you already made a GIF of season three, episode one? hero (laughs) (laughs) i knew the exact moment it's it's bad um yeah if if like i said if this is the end of john wick i know they'll be continental and stuff i think uh, i'm satisfied i think it was pretty solid um i like the added touch of him and his wife at the end of it um sharing that moment um so I, I like that. I don't. I really don't think this is the end. Um, I th- I think that they're going to let it die for a little while, and then they might bring it back, or he might reappear in a movie, um, in one of the spinoffs or something like that. Um, but I really don't think he's dead. Dead. I mean, honestly, Keanu Reeves is fifty eight. If they take five years off, he's going to be sixty three. I don't know if I want to ask him to come back point i mean i know tom cruise is 60 but he might be killing off ethan hunt and dead reckoning part two at this point i think that's a that's yeah i hope not because i have the pitch that i've mentioned of doing uh since they're doing two back-to-back ones and the first cut of dead reckoning part one is three hours over I don't want them to cut any more. Like, one of the producers was like, "We watched it. It's testing amazing. It's freaking great. We gotta cut it." He. It sounded like it's an amazing movie at three hours, and then he's like, "But executive, we need to have more screening, so let's cut it down." Uh, if this is six hours done, let's do it. I'm just saying that they're three hour. That the first half is three hours. So that this seems less insane, but I I want after this for them to make uh, film all at once thirteen hour and twenty hour and thirty minute movies. So four, <laughs> there would be four in presumably what Dead Reckoning Part One and Two are doing, and then just release them one month at a time. <laughs> <laughs> over the course of 13 years boom we're done you could literally do a fake out kill of ethan hunt leave him out of the next two movies so you're like wait did he really die and then have him come back halfway through another movie after that you bring back everyone you bring back jeremy uh jeremy not piven jeremy renner especially after his accident that he's not dead and he's like bring him back bring back paula Patton, bring back everybody and just have a big old woo last ride every movie gets one or two crazy tom cruise stunts except for the two where he's we're pretending he's dead (laughs) you know let's do this anyway but yeah i don't the thing is, if they continue it and do a five, they've already fake out death, death Once. John Wick. So 
if they just come back in five, six years with a fifth one and that's the end, that'll feel weird. So from in my mind, I'm thinking if Keanu Reeves comes back, we're getting another three or four, you know? So okay. I don't know if, even if they went at the same pace in five years coming back, he would be 63 then. And then if they did one every two years, he'd be 69. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> I'm down. I, never mind. I'm back on the train. But like, but realistically, like, I don't know. I want to be asking somebody who's getting up to Clint Eastwood age <laughs> though, to, to be that limber. <laughs> and I mean, t- Tom Cruise has the power of Scientology <laughs> fueling him. He'll He's going to die on a set one day. That That's just written in the the third stone tablet that Moses forgot on top. I don't know if there's that part of Scientology. <laughs> like, that's his fate. Yeah, he, he, the, the third tablet that he dropped on the way down. <laughs> well, I've got three tablets. Oh, no, I've got two tablets. <laughs> I've only ever had two. Wait, wait, he didn't break it. He, someone offered to help and turned out to be Tom Cruise, and he just ran. <laughs> <laughs> he ran completely for 40 days and 40 nights straight out of the desert. No water. He was fine. Um, So, I don't know. The if I were Keanu Reeves, I'd be like, buddy. <laughs> Maybe if we got like two more, I don't know. Yeah, um, I wouldn't mind since we're not if if we're not going to do any more right with Keanu Reeves, I wouldn't mind either um, a flashback prequel with him in it, uh, like later on in the series is like a nod, or have him like. A Batman Beyond thing? Have him like, yeah, I guess. Or have him like cameo as like a continental owner, continental manager, look slightly different, and have have the person be like, you look really familiar. He's like, nope, I'm just... <laughs> um, I'm about ready to hand over the my managership to the next the next manager and just hand it uh, off. And no, just I'm, has like a little I'm, nod. I'm Jack Wax. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could see I'm, if we I'm did one jick. <laughs> uh, he is Asian, <laughs> like Keanu Reeves. He's he yeah. he is Asian. Um, Philippines, correct? I I don't know. I only know he's Asian because Ali Wong, when she brought him into uh, always be my maybe, she's like, I'm claiming him for the Asians. <laughs> he, he's I, Asian I, I, forever. <laughs> Oh, I thought like his mom was like Filipino or something like that. I thought I, I, I thought just that was, don't like, a real thing. No, he is Asian. I I yeah. do I just don't know the that's uh, Kian. <laughs> how God, this is this is my <laughs> hurt. This is gonna be in my search history. How is Keanu Reeves Asian? This is, the government's gonna look at this someday and be like, whoa. <laughs> his, his American father is from Hawaii and is of native Hawaiian, Chinese, English, Irish, and Portuguese descent. His grandmother from his father's side is Chinese Hawaiian. Okay. Uh, and his mother was working in Beirut when she met his father. Who? Oh, no. <laughs> I thought this was gonna be like some. I thought what I was reading when I went, oh no, was that 
the father left his wife to be with this mother, and I was like, oh, we got Keanu Reeves, so sorry, first wife. But no, it said his mother was working in Beirut when she met his father, who abandoned his wife and family when Reeves was three years old. Hmm. Oh, well, Keanu Reeves definitely turned out a lot healthier than I did. <laughs> that, took, that took a turn. Yeah, so I felt uh, I was like, I was like, oh no, that's so darkly comical that if if somebody didn't get abandoned, Keanu Reeves wouldn't ha- be the shining light he is. He wouldn't exist. But no, Keanu Reeves was the. Fuck that motherfucker. <laughs> God, American dads. Wait, wait, is that a show? Yes. <laughs> oh, American shit. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else for John Wick? Uh, no, I would give this movie a solid, solid mushroom. You know what? I said I wasn't going to give it a mushroom, but considering everything we've talked about yeah i'm gonna just gonna stay this is this is the best of them for me uh you said it was your number one as well yeah yeah um just squeaking out um john wick one and the fact that they made the best of them by a hair uh in like what two years theoretically and it's the longest one and which you know that gives the most opportunity for drag and bloat and, and the only one with a post credit scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, yeah. Credit seconds. Freaking great. So what, what was your, if you had to rate the other ones based on the, um, the movies or dope meter, the dope meter, uh, what would you rate them? Um, I don't think I'd probably give anything. Low- I don't think I'd give two um, anything lower than a joint. I would say, let's see, one is probably like a um, edibly mushroom. So like going, getting there. Um, um, so three would probably be edible, and then two would probably be a jointy, jointy edible. All right. Uh. I I just realized again that I didn't finish what I was saying about thinking that the John Wick trailer was shit. Uh, I didn't see it in theaters, the first one, to the point where I kept hearing how great it was. I was like, God dang. All right, I'll buy it. I bought it on digital for like 15 bucks. I remember. Watch all the special features. It was great. Anyway, all right, let me think about what the fuck did I just do? Oh, my God. Oh, my fuck. What? What is that? My our review of the whale is playing in my ears and it's hurting my ears. Stop it! I d- it wasn't even playing, and then I paused it. It kept going. I got scared. I heard, I heard me yell, "Gals!" and I thought it was you screaming at me. <laughs> Fuck! I didn't even click on anything recently. Okay, stop. It is okay. All right, let me think. Number one, uh, number one, I'd say evening out with the geriatric last action scene. I'd say edible. Uh, t- 
but then that's disrespectful to two and three, which I would also say is a very good movie firing in all cylinders. Cause I don't think they're a solid, enjoyable film that wouldn't break the mold, but is easy watching. I guess I'll say edibly mushroom for one. It just did it again. It just did it again. I'm so angry at it yelling at me <laughs> and I'll just say, uh, edible, you know what? Actually, no. I'm going to go edible for one, edibly joint for two, and because of the unresolved cliff cliffhanger nature, I'll say edibly joint for three as well, and then mushroom for this one. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, because one was second for me as well, right? I don't even remember. Yeah. I think I think our orders were the same. I think I just had one and four a little bit closer. I had two kind of off the back end. I think two and three were switched for me and you because two was your bottom, right? Yes. Two because it didn't have an unresolved cliffhanger was higher than three for and, me. And it was just pure action, almost no dialogue. It was like like a video game that you just have to smash your way to the end, and every now and then somebody says something that makes you mad. Hmm. Uh, anything else, sir? No, sir. This this movie may have been a mushroom for me. And before I finish, and this movie may also have been a mushroom for me, but before we finish that, I just want to say, I don't know if we don't have another one lined up that we're doing next. However, I do want to do multiple short episodes, like thousands of episodes. No, as many episodes, honestly, until like brad gets tired of talking about it about the matrix uh all four movies uh in a series called movies are deep and there's going to be a new thumbnail for those videos or those podcast episodes in particular uh but either way this movie do i say that or do you say that i'm getting back into the outro (laughs) (laughs) oh um Either way, this movie is dope because, because movies, movies are, are dope. Bye bye now. Bye bye. <laughs> Check out both YouTube channels below. I'm trying to make both of them regular. <laughs>